alaikum folks. Welcome to episode 17 of the BISL pod. I am not your host for the night, but this is Hashim, one of the board members in the league. Just want to give a bit of a preamble to this episode. And with this being our final episode of the season, I want to kind of go through a list of a bunch of thank yous on behalf of the board and especially myself for their involvement in the league and in the podcast this year. First off, a huge shout out and thank you to our sponsors. Uh, we have phenomenal sponsors throughout the year that support us year in, year out, and have done a lot from sponsoring jerseys to obviously on the podcast. You've heard them throughout. A lot of them have been sponsors since day one. And that just goes to show the appreciation that we have for them and their commitment to supporting initiatives like uh, Brotherhood Sports and Brotherhood Soccer. So shout out to them. Uh, shout out to our scorekeepers, two high school volunteers, lovely young men. Uh, hopefully they become players in this league. They kind of became a part of the fabric of the league, I guess, part of the community. Where guys would dap them up, say what's up to them whenever we'd see them. They were involved and talk about the games. They, they kind of discuss which games they wanted to score, keep, and so forth, or stay back to watch one or the other. And uh, shout out to them. These guys are probably not listening, but shout out to our referees. Um, obviously a vital part of the game, and thank you for your involvement week in, week out. Huge shout out to our volunteers. We This is a Despite being a four-person board, it goes way beyond that. We are very fortunate to have a number of players and people in this league that do a lot for the league off the field. They don't just show up and play. They're committed to helping us run this and involvement and allow this to run as smoothly and as well as we ever could hope for. So shout out to all the volunteers. You know who you are. I want to give two specific special shout outs. One to Sayyid G. Hussein for content creation for the social media Instagram page. Amazing job this year. Really fun game with social. Speaking of fun time with social, shout out to the boy Imad Ahmed, who was an absolute social media maven this year. And completely, I thought our social was good a few years ago whenever we had clips and so forth. This year was just taken to another level. He brought a sense of really involvement and like a love for and a commitment to what he was doing on the social side, which just made it that much better. And, and I mean, you hear about a lot, but hands down, one of the biggest value adds from this league this year, besides this whole podcast, I hope, was the social media and kind of the interviews and everything that Imad and the social media team at large did throughout the year for all those that, that took clips and recorded. So shout out to them. Um, shout out to all of you. Shout out to our players, our supporters, our listeners. For an amazing season, I think our best on the field for sure, because it was extremely competitive. It was a great group of guys, but I think this was the year that we really built a lot more uh, of, of a community, if you will, in the league. We've been fortunate to have that year in, year out in softball. And I know I mentioned in the beginning of the year that it was growing over here, but this year is another level. And you saw it by guys sticking around after, by the relationships guys had. You saw it whenever people showed up to the finals. We had a I know we had pickup at 10 o'clock, but guys were there just before nine and into the game, watching and really into it. We had 15, 20 spectators that were all players, which was just so dope to see. It just goes to show that this league is more than just showing up, tightening your boots and kicking a ball around. This is a community element. There's a brotherhood element. There's a familial element. And I really want to thank all of you for bringing that to the table, promoting the ideologues and, and and concepts and ideas and everything that we, we bring to the table and having a commitment to the concept of brotherhood that we so strongly value uh, in this league. So thank you to all of you. Last lot and least before we go into the absolute, absolute last episode of the year and the podcast and the fun awards episode that we have, I want to give a huge shout out to our two co-hosts, Duckino Waste, aka Ducky the Tactical Genius, Duckino. And always Big Poppy, you know, you already know what it is. These two guys are amazing this year, hands down. They made this experience what it was. They were committed to bring new, fresh ideas and good vibes and good energy week in, week out, analysis, overviews. And these guys, didn't, like, you have to remember, these guys showed up and played one game a week, but they spoke about every single team, every single game. Like, they knew they were the pulse of this league, which was so vital to creating this podcast that had the kind of engagement that we were hoping for. And it all comes down to them. So shout out to you two. Um, I'll provide you some stats. I know we're big on stats here. Uh, the word that Ducky used the most this year was fitness. 
think he mentioned it like four times an episode. And the word that always used the most is obviously cuties because he loves talking about uh, the attractiveness of players in this league. <clears throat> um, last thing I want to ask you guys before we jump off and jump into this episode is the BISL pod is a really boring name for this podcast. If you have any suggestions how we can spice it up for next year, please, by all means, let us know. Uh, something creative, something fun, something that that represents what the league's all about and the host. Uh, we could call it the fitness cuties, right? Because that's technically who we have, Ducky in ways. The fitness cuties. Something to think think about. But uh, appreciate your involvement. Appreciate your commitment. Appreciate you playing and appreciate you listening. Without further ado. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the final podcast of the BSL season. I'm not even sure what episode it is. Because at this point, it doesn't matter because it's the last one. We're just going to call it the last podcast. I'm joined <laughs> here by the boy himself, GM, best dressed guy in the league, system specialist, Ducky. Ducky, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, we're going to be talking about first team, second team, MVP, golden boot, defensive player of the year, goalkeeper of the year. And a whole bunch of other things and nonsense. Okay, so bear with us. You got a lot of. I, I'm. I'm hoping you got a lot of opinions today because, uh, or at least if not opinions, then at least a lot of praise for these guys. Because what a hell of a season for a lot of these players. Um, but right off the bat, you know, Ducky, how you doing? How do you? How did you feel about this season as a whole? This season, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I just wish we didn't have that lockdown, which caused us to lose a lot of games and we jumped right into playoffs. So that was the only downside. But other than that, I think this season was a huge success in terms of increasing the competitiveness of the league, the quality of the league. I think the social media was the best this year that I've ever seen since the league started. So I think for next year, that's really going to help to grow the league. And, uh, just great it's just expanding and getting better and better especially the playoffs format going from random one game elimination now we play two legs every round we couldn't do that this year that was also the downside is that we couldn't do semifinals uh two legs otherwise Hajaz would have been in the final but mm. you know that's just how it is but uh yeah the season's great I can't wait for next year I think everyone else is just looking at the calendar now and just putting an X on every single day that passes by just to count down for next season. No doubt, man. No doubt. It was definitely an eventful season. Uh, the playoffs finished. We had a conversation with Danish and the boys and the champions last week, but this week we're going to talk more about, you know, um, individuals. And we're going to start by talking about the first team and second team um, for the league this year. The, the all-stars. Um, the all-star. So let's let's go through this. We have it here with us. We got the first team as, you know, Fawad Akram. We got Gibran Sakrani, Adil Muhammad. In defense, we got Yusuf, your boy, our boy, Farhan Butt, and Hanan Gafur. Now, each one of these guys performed exceptional, uh, not just during the course of the season, but in the playoffs as well when they could. You know, Yusuf was a little bit injured. How do you feel about this first team um, situation? You happy with this? Are you upset that your name's not on here, or like what's going on? I'm I'm not upset that my name's not on here because uh, Hijaz does play in a system. But the these are the guys that I voted for, except for Hanan, and that's not because I don't think Hanan's a bad goalie. I just thought Mustafa was a fantastic goalie on Anatolia, and I felt like he should have been the first team All Star. And the reason for that is he's letting a lot of goals. But honestly, if he was on any of these other teams, man, he would be an amazing goalie. He'd be right up there. And I think the defense and the system kind of let him down and made him look kind of bad. If you just look at counting stats like goals against. But if you look at some of the shots that he saved, they were supposed to be goals. He's the reason that his team was even in these games. So um, I think Mustafa, the, the goalie for Anatolia, should have been the best goalkeeper or like the all-star goalkeeper. But everyone else on the team, I mean, like you have Gibran, who would, I think he's already broken the league record for goals. I'm not sure, but this is the downside of that lockdown. If we didn't have that lockdown, I think he would have scored like 20-something goals. That's probably a record that'll never be broken if, if mm -hmm. he could have um, gotten there. 
So that was an, I think that was an easy choice for everyone. And then you have Fawad, you know, he's Mr. Consistent every year. He's always up there in the MVP votings. He's always in these all-star teams. So, I mean, he's just going to continue doing his thing. And, and his rival, Adil, who doesn't want to admit that he's that they're, they're rivals, but they are uh, <laughs> solid as well, man. He carried, he carried them in that semifinal against us. So that was an MVP performance by him. And it's good to see it a Hajaz up there because, um, mm. you know, I, I don't know if I didn't think any Hajaz would be up there, but uh, I, I was really glad to see Yusuf up there, man. I think he deserves it 100%. A lot of people thought that his personality in the beginning of the season might be too much and like he might be like, no, we're going to do things this way. I'm telling you, this guy is one of the best team players I've ever played with. You ask him to play anything, he'll play, and he'll play really, really well. So I didn't ask him to go in net, but I'm sure if I did, he would have he would have done it, and he would have been up there for best goalkeeper too. Lastly, you got Farhan, but I think Farhan elevated his game this year, especially defensively, and on the ball, he's always been great. So I think both ends of the field, he he was he was kind of like an MVP too. So shout out to Farhan for elevating his game and and being super physical too. I didn't see him as physical like this as last season. And then first team Hanan, you know this guy was this guy was their MVP in the finals in my opinion. So I mean everyone's already said good things about him. So great first team, one of the best first teams probably in the league history. So mm. congrats to you guys. Congrats, you know. Uh, I feel like uh, Gibran owes me and my team a dinner because we pretty much put him up there with six goals. Come on, let's be <laughs> honest here. Without those six goals, maybe somebody else makes that list. You don't know. No, but he you had know, an incredible season. Gibran, but I'm talking to you. You're taking us out to dinner <laughs> soon, okay? Uh, a lot of people then, say that about him, to be honest. They're like, oh, a lot of his goals were tap-ins and stuff. I think, I think people are not appreciating that being at the right place at the right time. At the right is, time, no doubt. It's, it's a skill. It's it not is. like it just randomly, oh, he was just standing there and a ball just happened to, no, it's it's anticipation. It takes intelligence. Mm-hmm. It takes great off-the-ball movement, and that's what Gibran excels at, and that's where he put himself in those positions to succeed. So it's not all luck. It's not like, I mean, everyone would have scored six goals against Andalusia then. No, only one guy did it. So <laughs> you got to give him props. You have to, and I, I agree with you 100%. Being in the right place at the right time is something that, you know, if you're doing, good things will happen. And with Gibran, when you're that skilled, it'll always end up in a positive way. Uh, Fawad Akram, Adil, both thing one and thing two for me. Both of these guys are just studs. There's no doubt with that. Yusuf, you know, I want to recognize him for a second because he is a rookie. Um, and he just, you know, you very, very open, uh, open guy. Uh, passionate. Passionate is a, a big, big term for him. And then also versatile. He's like a Swiss Army knife. Like you were saying. So that's great. Congratulations to him. No doubt we expected that. Hanan, also a rookie, would made some incredible saves. You saw what he did in the finals. But Farhan, for me, this is this is what I like because Farhan is someone I had a little bit of a reputation with, um, or at least I had this bias of him um, in previous years. But I actually got a chance to see his game this year. And I actually got to play with him as a defensive, like just in a pickup game. And I will say this guy is actually a very high IQ player. And he played very sound this year. No, I don't think there was anything bad that I could say about his game. And it's well-deserved. So I want to make a special mention to him. Good stuff. Now we're going to move on to the second team, though. Okay? Second team, the three strikers, or sorry, forwards. We have Danish Khan from Maghrib, Muhammad Shah from Sham, uh, Omar Askelani from Masr, Saad Khalid on defense from Sham, Shaheen Limbada from Musser, also in defense, and as the goalie, Sakib Dadaboy from Musser. We see a consistency here, which is a lot of Musser, Sham, and Maghrib guys, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about this second team? Do you feel like some of them could have been in the first team, or this is pretty good at where it is? Um, you know, I agree, especially considering that their seasons went so well, like, um, Maghrib winning the whole thing and then Sham being the best uh, regular season team. They finished undefeated. So it makes sense because they didn't get there without having star players and star performances. So, I mean, I'm not 
I'm not I don't disagree with any of these names and um especially Sake I'm surprised at how well mm-hmm. Sake played this year man so I hope he plays forward again I I heard he's injured and that's the reason he has to play in net but uh, it'll be great to see him out and then Shaheen he had a mission from day one, man. He was upset at all the GMs for making him go so late. And here we are talking about him being on the all-star team, unfortunately losing a final, but the fact that he took his team to the final too. So, you know, I think that's a lesson for all of us GMs to don't sleep on this guy. No I think the age, probably the age factor scared us a little bit that, well, maybe Shaheen's getting up there, but every year this guy's proving us wrong. So I think he's doing a lot of good things with his workouts at home. And um, Saad yeah. Khalid, man, Saad Khalid, consistent defensively. Uh, I thought he was done for the season when he got injured, but yep. that was one of the positive things for Sham was the lockout helped him recover, didn't have to mm-hmm. drop out. And um, Mr. Traveler Omar disappeared mm-hmm. in Pakistan. I don't know where he went and came back. All and, over the world. Yeah. Yeah. And he came back and he was good as ever. And of course, Mohammed Shah, man, this guy never slows down. Let's see how how he does year after year. Uh, he just keeps getting better with age, in my opinion. I haven't seen him play this well since year one. And then, of course, Donish, who who took a break from the league and let us do whatever we wanted, and then comes back and conquers it. Of course, his stats just speak for himself as well. So overall, I mean, if team if the first team was to take on the second team, you know, it's gonna I would. It's going to be a really tight game. That's how good these guys are. So, overall, pretty good. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. These are all really talented players. You can't really, like, you can't say, like, one's, like, one shouldn't be on the list for any particular reason just because of how good they played. But you're right. Sakib, to me, was, uh, like, someone who you could argue even could be first um, first place, you know, like, on the first team, really. It might be yeah. a um, more recency bias with Hanan even though, you know, Maghrib had a stellar season. But, you know, both these guys deserve it, quite honestly. And shout-outs to Saqib for um, playing so good through injury um, and really, you know, trying something new. And Shaheen, like I said over and over again, one thing you need in a team, teammate, is like someone who's like a fierce competitor. You know, you know, like that Jordan moment where he's like, okay, and I took that personal. That's you know? exactly then, what he did. Boom, he comes back with you with that Jordan attitude and just really, really uh, makes everybody work three times as hard and, and really recognize him. So shout outs to him. The rest of these guys, you know, you love to see it. Saad, I hope you have a speedy recovery. Omar, you know, keep maybe going to Pakistan um, and doing those dance moves on uh, on your friend's wedding and stuff like that. Maybe they helped with some of that that flexibility with the, some of those crazy goals that you scored this year. So keep that up. Maybe teach us some moves. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, great first and second team guys, let us know how you, what you think about that. Um, you know, maybe shoot us a message and you feel like there were some snubs who knows. So let's actually start, uh, let's end that. And then let's move on to the brotherhood award. I think it's really important to recognize people, um, for their hard work outside of just playing, right. There's, um, social media, there is volunteering for other things like setup or, even just like you know, being a good all-round guy, making sure that everybody's okay during the, you know, during the games or that time that we're here together on those Sunday nights. And it's important to recognize this individual. We love this guy. He has a great personality. There's some comments that are here and there as well. And we want to recognize him today. And his name is Imad Ahmad from Jerusalem. You sure, you sure as heck have seen him week after week, busting out the phone, taking some great videos. We had some stellar highlights this season. I don't know about you, Taki, but he and, and the gang, and I, not just him, of course, the entire gang, but particularly him, you know, being a player and then doing these outside of your game, that's really, really, uh, really kind of him. And we, we wanted to recognize him for that. Yeah, for sure. The social media this year has taken, taken it from, uh, taken up a, a new level. And a lot of the, the recordings that Imad did like you said, the commentary, like the whatever he writes about the highlights, th- those are really fun to watch as well. They and, are, yeah. Yeah, and, and Imad actually got uh, rec- recognized from his university as well for his outstanding volunteer. So, you know, this guy's taking steps to make an impact wherever he goes. And I 100%, he deserves it for the Brotherhood Award this year 
for all his contributions. And I'm hoping that he continues to stay in the league, continues to get involved like this because his social media skills, man, it's, it's, it's really helping the league out. It's really helping it grow and look more professional as well. And yeah. just ex- exciting. Like he's captured some exciting moments. So, you know, well done to him to keep an eye out and, and to consistently get involved. And thanks a lot, Imad. And congrats. Congrats, man. Congrats. Thank you from everybody in the, in the entire, uh, you know, brotherhood league. Um, and also people from Dubai, apparently, uh, as uh, Ihab was telling us in one of the episodes that there's uh, international fans as well. So they've been watching, they've been enjoying, and it's all because of you and your team, right? All right, mm-hmm. we're going to move on now. We're going to move on to the golden boot. Now, there's no, we, I mean, the stats say what they say. We've talked about it. Everybody knows who this is. But do you want to just kind of give it away? Who won the golden boot this year? The golden boot this year went to Jibaran Sakurani, like we mentioned for his 17 goals, which is tied for the most ever in a season. Well, remember, we played a shortened season, so he would be on pace for like 20-something goals if we played all our games. That's, I mean, unbelievable, lethal finisher. Right place at the right time, but then still finishing those chances. And he was uh, very aggressive with his body when he's playing. And that's one thing about Gibran that I liked was he was super aggressive. He pounces on every small opportunity and turns it into a dangerous scoring chance. He got physical when he needed to get physical, but honestly, this guy is such a nice guy. He He's always helping guys up when he knocks them down with a nice mm-hmm. body check or something. Yep. You know, nice he's always tapping check. them on the shoulder. He's a really nice guy, man, and, and he deserves this fantastic performance uh, for the Golden Boot and as well as being a good uh, brother overall for the league. So what uh, Taki is saying, we're going to rebrand this uh, this uh, award to the Golden Boot and Golden Heart. Golden uh, Heart title. Yes. That's what we're changing yes. it to? Okay, cool, 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 cool. He just has, to, no, smile. Not... He just has yeah. to smile a little bit more. He's always got the serious face on, but maybe that's a mentality thing. You know, that helps him maybe. always be in the, in, the, in the lethal killing mode. No way, man. When we were playing, okay, maybe, okay, so in the play, it's, it's funny. In the playoffs, he was smiles. I'm not going to lie to you. We were physical. We were a physical team. And mm-hmm. I personally took on like that in that first game, like that, 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 um, that was my guy. I'd cover him at all times at all costs. This guy, when I would give a good tackle, nice, hard tackle, he would smile back and be like, good tackle. You know, this is, this is insane. I'm like, how is a guy complimenting me when he's like literally in the most intense game of, of my life? This is crazy. But, um, smiling getting at it with me um but at the end of the game like even if like things were chippy just shaking my hand being like great freaking great great freaking game you know and on to the next one so shout outs to him um also want to mention that he did score this crazy i don't know if i've ever seen something get like captured on uh, it was i don't know if it was captured on uh video and photog like photos um shout out to my goalie basil he literally had this one goal where he chipped it over the goalie, got it back on his foot, and then still uh, and then finished. It was like this most. It was like a parabola, and then a goal. And it was crazy because it's captured on photo and video. And so now I have content against Basil for the rest of my life. And I want to thank him for that as well. So, um, congrats, Golden Boot, Golden Heart Award goes to Gibran. Now, for the remaining awards, the votes were made by GMs and one additional player per team that was selected by the board that demonstrated a commitment to the league that went beyond just showing up and playing every week. Okay, so that's kind of how they structured uh, the voting system for the awards that are to come. So here we go. Uh, I guess we're going to be doing something a little bit different for these awards too in the podcast. Like, uh, you know, Zeki and I actually do not know who won. And so we're literally getting live results from our producer, who the producer is, that's a secret. It's not for you guys. It's not for us to disclose to you boys. Okay. Not now, not now. Um, but yeah, we're, it's, it's going to be kind of like opening an Academy Awards envelope and then just announcing the winners. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I wonder what the, the first, okay. So 
how about I give the um, introduction to the players? You talk about them, like the, the nominations, and you also go ahead and you do the result. How's that? Yes. Sounds, Sounds good? good okay. Me, yeah. All right. So the first award we're going to talk about is the Rookie of the Year. And the three nominations are Ratev Aldrobi from Sham, Yusuf El Sohemi from Hijaz, which is your team. Amazing. And Ihab Maimon from Masr. Three studs. Um, who do you think you, who do you have from these, if you were to choose? I know there's bias here, but it's also pretty, uh, in my head, pretty, uh, you know, uh, obvious. Yes. For me, when it came down to the voting, I, you can't select your own team. So I chose Ihab. Uh, Ihab made a great difference in the league. He really stepped up to show that um, this league can be taken to a new level when it comes to physical presence, when it comes to mental trash talk, and <laughs> as, as well as, as technique. Like he, he scored a beautiful goal. The first time I saw him play, he scored a beautiful goal too. So he has a nice creative blend of, of uh, skills that, that really made him stand out. So shout outs to Ehab for a fantastic season. Um, I, chose, I chose Ehab for that reason. But if I had to do a non-biased vote, or not a non-biased, like a free vote, I, I would still pick Yusuf uh, just because of the fact that when this guy was healthy, he was just unbelievable. Like, he's a defender, he's a playmaker, he's a goal scorer, but primarily playing him as a, def as a defender brought the most, most benefit to our team. Not the most benefit to his stats, yet he still scored seven goals. So take that into account seven goals and solid at tackling. So I would have chosen uh, Yusuf, but Ratab, man, I, I underestimated Ratab. I saw him in the tryouts. He was playing forward and he was missing a lot of chances. And I felt like he was playing a little selfish with his head down. And of, of course, uh, Shaw took him because he's super physical. So when he was on Shaw's team, he's a perfect fit, uh, really physical, uh, played really good on the ball and really good defensively. He really stepped his game up from what I saw in the tryouts. So I I was pressured by my uh, goalkeeper, Zahid, during the draft to take Ratab, but I, I chose to go a different route. <laughs> but uh, in the end, you know, I got to I gotta give it to Yusuf, in my opinion. That's who I, I thought would win the award. What yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, I think Yusuf is a standout guy. Um, both the player and just his versatility, Swiss Army knife stuff. You know, we talked about this. Uh, he was still upset I didn't pick him first round, but that's okay because, you know, you're on a, a really good team and, you know, he put you in a position. Not that I feel, I feel like he would have been a, a rookie of the year in any team that he went to, quite honestly. So shout out to him. Uh, you are also the biggest cutie of the world, apparently. So I got to put that out there too. Um, with Ihab, love the guy, love his character. Uh, you know, he's a little bit, physical and just you know you need that edge to piss off the other team and get in their heads and he's that guy shout out yeah. to him Ratib I actually think that he he was kind of misplayed he did great as a defender but I personally would have probably put Hanan the goalie in in this rookie of the year uh, category instead of Ratib but Ratib so skilled and I think I disagree with you in the tryout I actually thought he was amazing I'm like this guy is going to be a like a striker for mm -hmm. some team and he's going to do some damage because he's like, he's got that physicality. Yeah. And even if you felt like he was missing, you, you know, again, like it was the first game in so long. So I was expecting some rustiness and I'm telling you, he has a punch behind that kick and oh, yeah. it is accurate. It is so accurate. So hopefully next season he gets a chance to play up front and do some damage. So that's just, that's just what I think. Um, but uh, congrats to him for being nominated. Uh, yeah, on the ball, hey. he was he was good on the ball. It's just I thought like his IQ. I didn't get to see much of his IQ, and I didn't get to see him play defense that much. But when mm -hmm. of course when Shaw drafted him, he brought the best out of him. Put him defense, told him to be physical, and still let him go and, and have some freedom on the ball. He turned out to be a, a great pick, and I think if he well, the only thing that was missing was maybe a little bit of fitness. So if in the off season, if he works on that fitness, you got yourself like a what, like a second, second round, late first round pick, in my opinion, if he works on that fitness. No doubt, no doubt. But congrats to him, by the way. Here we go. 
It's drum roll time. Here we go. The Rookie of the Year Award. It goes to... Yusuf El Sohaimi with seven goals from defense, key contributions to the Jazz, and honestly, if he was healthy, we would have made the finals, I think. But uh, you know, his trademark this season, I believe, was dribbling with the ball, losing it in midfield, and then mm. chasing you down like a dog until he got that ball back and that's exactly what we were missing in that semi-final unfortunately due to his injury he did lose the ball sometimes and he couldn't come back because of his injury so we got we got 30 percent uh yusuf during the season we got 50 percent yusuf in the playoffs who knows what's gonna happen next year when we get 100 percent yusuf so congrats rookie of the year took a gamble on you with my first round pick and uh my mic is Acting up, can you hear me, Elise? We can hear you. It's a little bit uh, scratchy and uh, robotic. But, I mean, I guess it fits the way that you play your game too, right? Ooh, yes, it is. There. It is a boring <laughs> boring system that I have. But honestly, it's pragmatic, and I care about getting that win. That's all that matters. But, Yusuf, uh, I don't know where I got cut off, but I think if we have you healthy next year, whoever drafts you, I think they're gonna they're not gonna be disappointed like I wasn't disappointed. He was definitely rookie of the year, in my opinion. Well deserved. First round pick gamble on a rookie. And um, congrats, man. So again, congratulations to Yusuf. I, I know we're all proud of you, man. Great job, great work this year and uh Looking forward to next year. Maybe I get a chance to, uh, you know, draft you. Who knows? Who knows this uh, Papi and uh, Yusuf uh, brotherhood romance uh, can have a have a start or like, uh, you know. Anyway, moving on. We're going to talk about the most improved player. And the nominations for this are Umer Ashraf from Jerusalem, Zim Khan from Hijaz, and Salman Siddiqui from Andalusia. Whoa, the brother-in-law has made a nomination, baby. You know what? I have to say something before. Salman is somebody who is, you know, he's an incredible player. I want to remind this league that he is actually a great player. It was just a fitness thing. And he took his fitness into his own hands and changed how he played. Um, over the course of the second half of the season. It was incredible. And I think I attribute a lot of the success that we had in terms of draws or even coming close to winning or even making games competitive, uh, especially against, you know, Sham, is Salman's play. I will hand a heart say he was one of our best players um, in the second half. And so I want to congratulate him for being nominated. I think it's very well-deserved. Um, so shout-outs to you, Salman. Um, with that being said, I also want to give a big shout out to Zim. Zim, I've been eyeing this guy. I got a chance to play with him in like that little, um, I guess, pickup game in that off week. And again, you know how you mentioned guys being in the right place at the right time? Zim was yeah. doing that, you know, and that's yeah. something I really appreciate about him um, that I might not have ever thought uh, could be a part of his game, but it was. And so congrats to you for uh, you know, giving him the opportunity to do so and showcase that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, most improved player, Umer Ashraf. Um, yeah, Umer just keeps keeps getting better, man. But he, he he's keep uh, getting drafted late on top of that. So uh, maybe next year people won't sleep on him. I mean, we, we've already said so much about Umer. I think now GMs will recognize his value to the team. And uh, maybe he'll be picked a little bit higher, and, and he deserves that. And and like you said about Zim, man, that's that's the best thing about Zim is being at the right place at the right time. He has that same skill that Gibran has, except obviously technique-wise, Zim is, is is behind in that department. In my opinion, there was a lot of times where Zim had chances to score, but his his first touch just let him down. So I think that's his main thing should be. Improving his fitness, he's already improved it in the second half of the season with, with the lockdown. And improving that first touch, I think he just needs to work on that. Maybe talk to Jibs, get some tips. And I think this guy could be an elite uh, sniper, just like Jibs in the league. He's just got to work on the, the technique. And Salman, no man, 
you're, you're right about Salman. He definitely improved in the second half after the break, especially playing super physical. And he, and it's the same thing. It's a, it's a um, same thing that I keep repeating, being at the right place at the right time. He scored some crucial playoff goal. Did he score more than one? I think he scored two. Yeah. And, and both think. of those was, was him running from deep, deep meaning from a, a, a defensive position and running all the way joining the attack and getting a nice tap in or rebound. And that also is a great skill. And if it's true that, like you said, he's been working on his fitness, then with that off the ball movement and the anticipation that he showed, he's another guy that can take a step up next year. If he just keeps at it, I think his technique, I think his technique is fine. His IQ is fine. And the fitness was the only thing holding him back. So Congrats to Salman on a great season, especially a great second half. I mean, all three of these guys are amazing players. 100%. And so now we're going to go to the anticipated part, which is the award. Here we go. Most improved player. Drum roll. The award goes to... Vamos! Let's go. Okay. Who is it? Zim Khan from Hijaz. Another Hijaz player taking... Another award. Look at that. Two goals, two assists in the regular season. One goal and one assist in the playoffs. We just talked about him. Ducky, how you feel? Um, I'm so proud of these guys, man. I'm so proud because, because they're just they just know how to follow tactical instructions so well. Especially Zim, man. He you just tell him something and he, he does it exactly the way you would you played it out in your head. And, I mean, two goals and two assists, like I've mentioned so many times in this season, he had two goals that were wrongfully disallowed by the referee. Mm. So he actually had four goals and two assists in the regular season. And in the playoffs, of course, man, he scored that crucial semifinal goal for us. Once again, great anticipation, going to the net and scoring with his chest, I believe. He just guided the ball in with his Bilsaya. chest. Yeah. He's, I mean... Wow, like I'm so happy for Zim. He he definitely deserves this, man. He was he's so upset that he went in the last round. He felt like he should have gone earlier, and he's he's proving it now. Next year, I think he should definitely go earlier than than last. But I mean, any one of those guys could have gotten it, man. Like your boy Salman, Chelsea fan, legend. He could have gotten it for sure too. So no doubt. respect respect to Zim, man. Respect to the GMs also for recognizing the fact yeah. how much Zim has improved. Yeah. And yeah. Well done. Congrats. Congrats, Zim. We love you, man. Keep keep doing good things. All right, guys. We're gonna move on to the next award. Okay. This is for goalkeeper of the year. And the nominations are Saqib Dadaboy from Masr. We got Hanan Rafur from Maghrib and Mustafa Umar from Andalusia. No, Anatolia. Sorry. Yeah. Mistake. Mistake here. But okay. It's all good. These three guys. Fantastic goalies in their own right. Mm-hmm. Um, two rookie, technically, if you think about it, all three of them are rookie goalies, which is pretty insane because we got a lot of great yeah. veterans. Um, but these guys are being, um, you know, pretty much nominated, which means they had done some great things better than some of our veteran goalies, which are also incredible. So talk about these guys. Yeah, I think even though Sakib going in net, well, he's going in net for the second time. He went in net last year too for a bit or last mm-hmm. season. Um, but at the end of the day, Sakib still has a slight advantage compared to the other goalies because he knows some of the shooters in the league. He knows what foot they shoot with. He knows where they like to shoot. And he knows if it's me on the ball, I'm not going to shoot. So he had that small advantage at the beginning of the season. And he played really well. Of course, Sakib deserves to be on there. Um, Hanan, of course, everyone's already mentioned his great uh, playoff performance that, that basically won his team the championship. And in my opinion, I chose for the voting. I voted for Mustafa Omer because, like I mentioned, I think Anatolia's system did not benefit the goalie at all. I think they're defensively as a team, not individually, but as a team defensively, they were very weak. And he was getting shot after shot on him, and he saved a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of shots that should have been goals. So um, that's why I loved Mustafa Omer's style. I hope I get him next year. I was actually thinking of drafting him in the third round, but I, I second-guessed myself. So, <laughs> But in the end, I mean, I'm still happy with my goalie. Zahid was fantastic, too, at the end mm-hmm. of the day. He's a proven winner. So, yeah. There you go. So, anyway, 
um, you know, all three of these goalies are great. My pick was um, Hanan, uh, just mm. as a result of like what happened. Um, yeah. Although all three of these goalies are great. Um, anyway, so let's get to it. And the result for goalkeeper of the year is Dada Boy from Musser. Talk Whoa. about this, man. Wow. Honestly, I thought Hanan would get it. I thought his mm. playoff performance would have pushed him over. Wow. Yeah, Sakev, Um, Well done, Sakev, man. Only four goals allowed all season. 86% save percentage. And he had two clean sheets. There you and go. Like we mentioned, nobody had confidence. None of the GM had confidence in his goaltending abilities. He was the last goalkeeper, goalkeeper taken in the draft. And even during the draft, I think Zahid forced uh, Musser to take him because they kept waiting to take him, trying to get other people because he was the only goalie available. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that turned out to be a bargain for them, getting a, goal, yeah. a goalie that was last and ends up winning goalkeeper of the year, man. Shout out to no doubt. For sure. I know he really wants to play as a forward or a defender, but his injury is really holding him back. But look at this. He makes the best of it. Yes, definitely does. Makes the best of it. Well done, man. Well done. And I think one of the things we have to also mention is like his style is so like it's unique. It's not like, you know, some of the goalies that we know that you make these like weird, I mean, like proper diving saves and they control the ball. It's a very unique abstract style but it worked and it did yeah. such a good job. And he's also, again, you, like you said, I think what helped him this season, not just the defense was also his IQ related to, um, you know, who shoots, how tendencies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And our, and our, you know, analyst also says that, you know, Sakib was a great distributor and oh, yeah. organizer of the defense, which is important because if you have a goalie letting, you know, their defense know what's happening or who's doing what, on what mm-hmm. coverages should be happening in that particular time it helps a lot with the communication and so that's also a big part of the success of Musser this season so oh yeah fantastic job fantastic job well deserved Sakeb ladies and gentlemen is our goalkeeper of the year okay we're moving on to the next um, award on the list which is defender of the year and we have on nominated Farhan Butt from, um, I believe he's from Maghreb. We yeah. have Yusuf Al Sohami from Hijaz, and we have Saad Khalid from Sham. So, from these three guys, you know, there's a, a little bit of a, you know, all three of these guys consistent, really, honestly, uh, depend. You can depend on them. They're very lo- reliable guys. Farhan, yeah. like I mentioned, I personally. I'm very impressed with how he played this season. Even being a smaller guy, I want to credit him for being so uh, reliable, even being uh, a lot smaller than some of the big, big guys uh, on the front end of some of the uh, some of the teams. So shout out to him for spearheading a great season. Yusuf, you know his versatility. He's got great defense as well. Um, Saad, just an all-around consistent guy distributes the ball well, knows when to take risks and when not to take risks. And I think that's extremely important as well, um, especially as a defender, because he can join the attack and that's also great. So all three of these guys, amazing. How do you, how do you feel? This is the best uh, nominations of defenders of the year that we've had in league history, man. You could take, you can make a case to take all three of these guys yeah. in the first round. Yeah, no doubt. It's- unbelievable their versatility and one thing they all have in common is all three can be played as forwards as well they're all good on the ball and they're all fantastic at tackling so in terms of building a team using your first uh round draft picks the these three guys you can't go wrong with it because they can play all over the pitch for you so uh, that's pretty cool that we we have defenders that excel not only at defending but also when it comes to attack especially um Saad, man. Saad offensively. When he first came to the league, I think he was playing as a forward or midfielder. Mm-hmm. And he sometimes did drop back also. But this year, he primarily played as a defender. And he showed that, yeah, I can, I can play on this side of the pitch too. So great, great season by Saad. Uh, I think when, when it came to the voting, I, I don't know who I picked. I think I picked Farhan. 
Uh, Farhan was really vocal too in the playoffs, and I he's usually not that vocal. He's usually on the waits till he gets on the bench, and it's a halftime talk. But he was actually vocal during the game, which I really liked. It showed a lot of leadership qualities. So, yeah, you honestly you can't. There's no wrong decision here. Any one of these guys is is the best defender, and you can't argue against it. No doubt. And we're gonna go right to the um, results. So. Defender of the year, ladies and gentlemen, this was actually fun fact, the closest vote of all the of all the awards that we did. So the result is Taki, you want to go for it? Of course I'm gonna go for it because it's another Hijazi Las Blancos. Let's go, Yusuf. Yusuf? Yes, okay, perfect. Wow, Yusuf, man. Seven goals from defense. Like I mentioned, all the other two guys, they can they can do it well offensively also, but um, I mean honestly, Yusuf, great defensively. Respect to the league for recognizing your skills, man. Your defensive skills, uh, fantastic on the ball. You're lethal when it comes to shooting the ball also. But uh, yeah, I mean this, like I said before, you could have picked any of the other guys because they were so good. And like our analyst has mentioned, this is the closest vote of all the Brotherhood Awards this year. And that's not a surprise, man. I mean, look at that list for Han Butt, Yusuf, and Saad Khalid. Three yeah. of these guys are, are, are amazing, but well-deserved Yusuf, man. Seven goals from defense. I think you only played forward once the whole mm-hmm. season. And um, yeah. He made it work, man. You guys made it work. It's insane. I actually want to say one thing, though. Interestingly yeah. enough, to me, I'm like, okay, when we look at defense, what are we like? What are we? What is the metric here? Because in my head, I'm like, are we looking at someone who's scoring goals as a defender, like a great offensive and like the versatility there? Or are we strictly just talking yeah. about defense? And if I were like, uh, you know, I think all three of these guys did a great job. So that's that's the tough part because all three of these guys do both those things so so well. Yeah. But one guy stood out in terms of scoring. So that's the interesting thing. So I don't know how the viewers or like the listeners feel. Do you think that this award is more something that you've noticed turned into a statistical thing, metric mm-hmm. thing, like, oh, this defense is helping out with the offense? Or is this genuinely something that is concerned with uh, so defense? In the past, we had Defender of the Year for another player named Nihad. And he was known more for his offensive force than being a defender. And he mm-hmm. still got Defender of the Year, which I heavily disagreed with because defensively, he was not that good defensively. And I think he got it because of the fact that he played quote-unquote defense, but he scored a lot of goals from defense. Mm-hmm. So I think that season, I don't think it made sense to make Nihad the Defender of the Year because defensively, he actually wasn't good. But if you judge this award alone on defense uh, metrics alone, I'm I have 100% confidence that Yusuf would still get the award because I'm a hun- he was yeah. so good defensively, man. Like, he would shut down. He, he went one-on-one versus Fawad versus uh, Umar Eskalani, and he shut them down. And he he was one of the reasons that we scored a great counterattack goal, but it all starts with defense. And mm-hmm. all season long, Yusuf's been fantastic defensively. And I think um, take out the seven goals, forget it. Yeah, the seven goals. He's still a fantastic defender. You know, I think I think he'd 100% agree with our opinions on that too. Like he and he 100% agrees that he should be defensive player of the year too. And I like that kind of confidence from him. So well done. All right. Well done. So Hijaz seems to be. This is a trend. I see a lot of Hijaz players here. And but you know, we're moving on to the MVP award, the most valuable player. And the three nominations are Fawad Akram from Muscle. We have Adil Muhammad from Maghrib, uh, of course, the two, you know, rivals. Uh, and then Gibran Sakrani from Sham. So, again, three guys, we've talked enough about them. I don't want to keep going into detail, but if we're going to specifically talk about someone who had the most impact on their team, personally, I felt as though that person was Adil. I really did. I really felt that Adil... Um, from every aspect, he plays. Def- he played defense this year. He's distributed the ball. He's scored goals. He's assisted goals. And I personally feel like that is the guy who deserves the MVP. I don't know how you feel. 
Um, okay, I agree with your point that Adil was extremely vital and important to his team 100%. Same thing with Fawad, of course. Both of these guys will always be the most valuable piece on their team, their first, their first and second overall picks in the draft. The reason I disagree and would pick Jibs is because of that unbelievable scoring record of 17 goals in seven games. Take that, take that out of Sham. Take Jibs out of Sham and his 17 goals. Sham gets significantly weaker, in my opinion. They're, they're still got great guys, you're, but that's a vital piece to that team. You take out Fawad from Musser, that's still a fantastic team because that team was stacked. You look at every single position, take out Fawad, it's still a fantastic team. And, and I think the same mm. applies to uh, Maghrib because you still got Donish, you still got Bassam who really stepped up in the semifinals after Donish got hurt, and you mm. still have uh, Harris. So you could still get fantastic results with those three guys, but that's why I feel like Jib deserves the MVP is those 17 goals, you take those out of Sham, Sham becomes a significantly weaker team. And um, yeah, so that's 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 who hey, I voted for because of that. No doubt. I mean, hey, that's that's not a wrong answer either. Like, uh, you have to congratulate a guy for like one of the most historically, uh, you know, efficient and successful seasons uh, to ever happen in the Brotherhood yeah. Soccer League's history. So anyway, without further ado, the drum roll. And the result is, uh, you go for it. Jibran Sakrani, like our analyst says, 17 goals. Enough said, man. What, Enough said. There's that's no, all you have to say yeah, about this 17 season. goals. When yeah, he sees me after asks, listening to this podcast at dinner, he should he should ask me to buy him 17 drinks for the amount of uh, <laughs> amount of goals he had this season. I think there was this Kobe commercial. I don't know if you know about it, where Jalen Rose comes into the into the booth of uh, some restaurant and then uh you know Jalen Rose used to play for the Raptors and so like Kobe sees him he's yeah. like hey Jalen what's going on Jalen's like hey what's up Kobe and then the waitress comes he's like I had like a martini with olives he's like, she's like how many olives 81 because he dropped 81 on the Raptors <laughs> 17 man yeah and and honestly look at this guy's um uh conversion rate he scored on he had 42 shots in the season and he converted 40 percent of them Insane. that's unbelievable the average i believe um in the past has always been um around the t- mid 20s or late 30s or something which is really good 40 percent is amazing man and same same with uh zane also he was very he's always been clinical in in goal scoring but he had eight and six versus gibran's 17 and seven so yeah, Man, he was so lethal. And um, I personally, in my opinion, before when the draft, I, I didn't think Jibs would be a first round pick, even though he's a great goal scorer. I just didn't think that he he could be someone that you could build a team around because I didn't think he was that good offensively. Man, look, look at what he does. Look this at what season. he did. 17 yeah, I mean, I, goals. Oh, my God. 17 also goals. Three you, you know that three assists, little analysts, our analysts over here said three assists. I'm like, why do people care about these assists? Because think about it. 17 goals is enough statistics, you know, leave, let him be humble a little bit too, well, you know, you don't want to put Nazar on this. Those three assists got him 20 points, which was the most points in the league. So maybe that's why. There you why. go. Maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. It's insane. So Jabron, congratulations. It's a testament to the team and their belief in you and just all around, like, you know, being in the right place at the right time. MVP yeah. for this season. Hold that um, you know, hold that trophy or whatever we give you um, yeah. and hold it high because that was a fantastic season. You gave all of us nightmares and gave memories for your team, you know? And so with that being said, this makes us come to the, conclu- not the conclusion, but the very last award. And this is more playoff based. So mm-hmm. the last award is for playoff MVP, the most valuable player in the playoffs. We have nominated Hanan Rafur, Adil from Mohammed, from yeah. and Farhan Bhatt. All three are from Maghreb. So that's huge. They're the winning team, but their yeah. performances, all three of them, you can argue, were insane. Yeah. Personally, um, you know who, like, I mean, I think all three of them, you can have a conversation, be like, in this game, this person stood out the most. In this game, yeah. the other person stood out the most. So it's really tough to say, but the game that mattered, there was, Personally, one guy that stood out. 
are we going to go with the recency bias? Do we give all three of them the award? Honestly, you could do that. But uh, if you could, I would. Um, but how do you, who do you have? Um, everyone, I know everyone wants to say Hanan, and he was fantastic in the finals, especially, man. He saved a lot of, a lot of shots that should have been goals. So he does deserve it for sure if he wins. I would personally give it to Adil because of that semifinal performance. We're winning. What, their, his team is down one nothing, and he scored goals out of nothing. He scored goals when Donish got injured. So mentally, his team was deflated. Oh, we just lost our GM, and we're losing one nothing. So what you look at at your most clutch player to step up, and he scored two goals, and they won two one. So I think without Adil stepping up and playing the way he played they wouldn't even reach those finals. And even in the finals, he plays as a false defender, which was mm -hmm. a great tactical move as well. And he played fantastic. He was a threat all game. Unfortunately, they couldn't score. But um, yeah, for me, Ado was the centerpiece in the playoffs. And it's, I mean, I, I wouldn't be disappointed if Hanan got it too for that amazing performance in net. And for Han, man, quietly consistent. He's been a vital player for them all season, vital player in the playoffs especially. Um, but yeah, I, I would pick Adil, but I don't know. You yeah. probably disagree. No, I actually, I, I, I tend to agree with that. I think Adil was, again, you said oh. the semifinals and I, I 100% remember that game. And yeah. I will also say the same thing. Like if you can, um, especially when the chips are down, figure out a way to create something and create something special. Uh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta give credit where it's due that they don't even make the finals without that, you know? Um, yeah. But Hanan, again, incredible performance but I, I have to say um the most impressed I've ever been in a like in a playoff series has like I am so impressed by Mahadol's Aldo's work um this year so congrats to him not saying that he's a good thing but congrats from me for a very successful season so anyway moving on the award for the playoff most valuable player goes to Becky oof Adil Muhammad with five goals, two assists, seven points in four playoff games, man. He scored both goals in the semis. He played a new role in the finals, as, as we mentioned, a, a false defender or a wingback, and gave his all in a box-to-box -box role, man. Adil, respect. We've always um, talked trash to Adil is, and, and told him that he fades in the second half of games because his fitness is not that great, but he he uh, he really stepped up in the final, man. He was very vital playing, like like I mentioned, a box-to-box -box role, going up and down the field, resting when he needed to, resting at key times. Um, on honesty, you can never rest when Adel's on the field, man. He, he can take something, uh, to where he can take nothing and turn it into something, and that's exactly what he did in that semifinal, where out of nowhere, this guy just took random long shots, but it was just shots that nobody anticipated, and, and he carried his team, so... I think it's very well-deserved. Hanan, great season as well, man. You could have taken this as well, but uh, I think Adil deserved it. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, Adil, man. Fantastic season. All three of you guys should be proud nonetheless, as all three of you guys are champions. Yeah. So Getting nominated is, is a great honor, man. I, you know, I, one day me and you will be up here always. You know, I, I, I expect to be there one day. You know, that's my hope. Uh, hopefully next year, a lot sooner than then later before I get old and fat, you know, hopefully not fat, but just old, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. So again, thanks guys for listening. I know this might've been a little bit of a longer podcast, but it had to be because we needed to talk about all the accomplishments of this season. And with that being said, that is a wrap on the BISL podcast for this season. And you know, Ducky, it's been great, it has been, uh, yeah, go ahead. You say it first. You know, I got to say it first because I am so happy that I got this time to spend with you week after week. Uh, yeah. Have some great conversations about soccer, get great conversation, great advice. You know, after the podcast, you know, Ducky was the first person to be like, oh, it's maybe you want to try this or you want to try this. How you feeling? So thank you for that time. I, I, I cherish it. I appreciate it. And I hope you enjoyed too. Oh, for sure, man. You're, you're one of the great personalities in this league and getting you on the social media side like this. I think it was a it was a very great move by the board or whoever decided it. 
And I, I'm looking forward to next year, man. Hopefully, inshallah, we get to continue this together and make some more um, fun social media posts like we did when we faced off against each other in the, there in you the go. playoff. Well, not the playoff, regular season. There you uh, go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's yeah, for you guys. It's for the fans. It's for the players. This is a league built on the brotherhood, and we will continue to do so. Uh, I know the season's done, but feel free to reach out to any of us to hang out, to just chat or just play some soccer. Uh, the weather's yeah. going to get better. But thank you once does, again. Jazakallah. Um, does Lil Poppy want to say anything before he goes? Lil Poppy. Lil Poppy wants to say thank you to the sponsors for coming out to the, uh, you know, for sponsoring us and making the season successful. You know, always need those guys and their funds to make sure that everybody's happy and playing some soccer and football. And I want to say uh, thank you to Allah for giving us the opportunity to be healthy this year and uh, giving us the opportunity to actually play this year. So, you know, next year you well see said. me, baby, a little bit more fit, a little bit stronger, and we'll see it, baby. Hit the gym. Let's go. Let's go. Salam, guys. Until next Salam. year. Take care.